You're listening to Page Up with Dr. Angela Loria, Episode 3, Why Writer's Block is Awesome. Welcome to Page Up, a podcast for authors in transformation, featuring advice on the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block, to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing nonfiction books. Now, get ready to press Page Up on your book with your host, best-selling author and publisher, Dr. Angela Loria. And we are back. It is page up, and today's topic is one of my favorites. We are going to talk about why writer's block is awesome. So I know you might not be believing me yet about this whole writer's block is awesome thing, but I promise you that writer's block is so different than what it appears to be. So many of my clients come to me saying that they are stuck, that they have been working on a book for a long time, but that working on doesn't seem to include actually writing, that they wrote 20 pages or 30 pages or 40 pages, and now they can't figure out what to write next, and they dread the idea of even opening the file. And that's when I get really excited because what I know is writer's block is not what it looks like. Writer's block is a message from your inner author, from the part of you that knows exactly what this book needs to be. And when you are headed in the wrong direction, when you are not living up to your full potential for the book, that's when you will often get stopped or stuck. And that's your inner author trying to get your own attention. It's basically a part of yourself waving a a checkered flag or a yellowed flag saying, you know, pay attention, there's an accident up ahead. Um, And there's really a message for you in your writer's block if you choose to accept it. Now, here's the thing. Most people choose to resist writer's block. Most people push up against it saying, this shouldn't be happening, or I need to be more disciplined, or I need to work harder, or um, somehow they are saying they don't want the writer's block. Now, here's the news. That creates more writer's block. So resisting writer's block can take a long time. Noticing you have writer's block is a pretty quick process. And when you notice it, if you simply acknowledge it like, oh, look, writer's block, fascinating, haven't had that in a while. I wonder what the message is from my inner author. It actually goes away rather quickly. And when it goes away, it leaves in its wake something super magical, which is usually a transformation of your book writing process. It's something that you didn't realize that was missing from your manuscript, something that you um, that you need to share with your reader. And really, it was a visit from the muse. Writer's block is so scary when you feel like you were in the flow and now you're stuck. But when you can see it as actually a specific message for your writing to make you a better writer, to make you a better author, to make you um, someone who is changing people's lives, 
<clears throat> which is exactly what it is. When you see it like that and you can get excited when writer's block shows up, then your work will go so much deeper and reach so many more people. So how do you get rid of writer's block? Because I know it does not feel super good when it comes. So the first thing is to just identify it. So step one is just calling it what it is, just acknowledging what's happening and dropping the story that it shouldn't be happening. So usually what people do is they want to be in denial about the fact that they are having trouble writing. So they'll force themselves, they will white knuckle their way through, and maybe they'll get, I don't know, another 100 words or 200 words. And, you know, they're still, they're sort of fighting against it. So the first thing is when you're not in flow, uh, and the way you're going to identify this actually is when you are in uh, an easy writing state. So a lot of times I'll give people a writing prompt and a timer. So if you want to do this exercise, the writing prompt is just why I wrote this book and set a timer for 30 minutes. And that should come very naturally to you. That should be a very stream of conscious, why I want to write this book, who I'm writing this book for. I actually encourage people to imagine their book already done and they're speaking to their ideal reader. And in that 30 minutes, you should just be writing pretty much the whole time. Then I want you to identify how many words you wrote during that half hour and double that number. So for most of my clients, it's 500 words, and when we double it, we get their um, words per minute rate, which is 1,000 words per minute. So if you are not writing at at least 80% of that, or 800 words, uh, I'm sorry, I just said 1,000 words a minute, I meant 1,000 words an hour. Um, and so you need to, what I want my clients to be doing is always writing at at least 80% of that. So if you are not writing 800 words an hour, then you are in some state of writer's block. Now, if you're writing zero words per hour, you're in a massive state of writer's block. That means the muses are gathered around you, serenading you, begging you to listen to them. You are probably telling them to go away. Um, if you are writing, let's say it's 700 words an hour, there might be a little gem of an idea you're missing that's available uh, to you if you want it. So the first thing you do is you acknowledge I'm in writer's block. I am writing less than 80% of my hourly rate. Then you can lean into that and ask your inner author simply, what is the message? So what I recommend to people is that you, um, I actually do this typing, I learned this exercise writing, but open a new document and in the way you regularly type, um, ask your inner author, what is the message you have for me? And then only using your non-dominant hand, for me that's my left hand, only using your non-dominant hand, type the answer, what is the message? that you have for me. And sometimes we go deeper with those questions. So we might ask, uh, what do I need to know right now to get to the next level? 
what is my ideal reader most afraid of? So very often the message that your inner author is giving you, uh, this is a hard one, but hang with me. Very often that message is you're being too, um, you're being too demanding of your reader in a way that will tune them out. So very often what I've learned is the messages are really about getting into the conversation in your ideal reader's head. And this is hard to say, but you know, this is a place where we're going to be honest with each other. It's really because what you're writing is very ego driven. So when you're writing and it's all about you and what you want to tell them and you want what you want them to do, very often you will bump into writer's block because you are not coming from the truest, deepest place of service. When you are coming from service, it is much easier to be in that flow state. And so when you can tap into what the message is from your inner author, then when you go back to the writing, you know what's missing. You know how to change it and you're in the flow. Now, sometimes I'm going to be honest, that doesn't work. So if your inner author won't come right out and tell you what message she has, here's the next level of triage that I will suggest to you. And that is that you actually stop writing your book. So again, close out of that manuscript, and sometimes it can be as simple as going to do something else. So if something is on your mind, like folding the laundry or taking the dog for a walk or feeding the cat, if there are things, spending time with your kid, if there are things coming up for you, go do that thing. And here is the one little twist I'm going to put on that. When you go do that, activity, we'll say folding your clothes, I want you to do it with the belief that you are working on your book. Now, here's why that's true. When you listen to your inner author who's saying, step away from the computer, please stop trying to write right now, you actually are working on your book. But what people tell themselves is, oh, I shouldn't be folding the laundry. I should be writing right now oh, I'm supposed to get five pages done today and I only have 30 minutes left and I've only done one. That story, that resistance makes your inner author crab crawl backwards away from you. So when you say some version of, thank you inner author for telling me to step away from the computer, I've been wanting to fold my laundry. I'm going to go fold my laundry and know that you are getting ready to give me the next message I need. It makes your inner author feel safe. It makes your inner author feel like she can stay in the room and receive that message, whatever that message is. I do recommend when you take a break from your writing that you set a timer, usually 10 to 15 minutes is a good amount of time. And then when you come back to your computer, open that document and just see what message your inner author has for you, what's changed. Now, if nothing's changed after you step away, there is a another level of triage that we do, and we'll do a whole podcast on this one. Um, but that is really connecting with your book already written. So if you have some experience um, with 
visualization, I have a visualization which I will include in the show notes for this show. So you can go to theauthorincubator.com slash three for this show. And you can download my free creativity temple visualization. Now that is awesome for writer's block. And like I said, we'll do a whole show on it in the future. Um, But I will uh, give you access to this 30-minute download um, where you can really connect with your book already written and figure out what the hidden messages are for you. So there are three techniques, um, just to go over those again, three techniques for overcoming writer's block. So the first one is just to lean right into it and ask your inner author uh, what what message this writer's block has for you. And I suggest that with a non-dominant hand exercise. The second technique for overcoming writer's block is to step away from your machine or from your notepad um, with a timer of 10 to 15 minutes Go do whatever is on your mind, but with that positive intention, whatever I'm doing right now is working on my book, so you are not scaring your inner author away. And then the third thing is to get my creativity temple exercise and connect with your book already written um, and see what is on the page, on the next page, wherever you are. You can actually hold your book in your hand flip to the next page and see what it is that you ended up writing. So those are the three techniques for overcoming writer's block. Now, I want to tell you a story. Um, and that story is doesn't seem like it's about writing, but so much of what I teach in writing goes back to my own journey with weight loss. So one of the things that would happen to me, so I lost 100 pounds um, five times because I'm an overachiever. And one of the things I would notice is that I would make myself this promise. Today, I'm not going to overeat. Um, I'm going to dinner and I'm not going to have any of the bread on the table. I'm, um, I'm only going to have one square of this chocolate and then I would eat the whole bar. So overeating was something that I did frequently, and when I did it, it really upset me because I felt like I was breaking a promise to myself, and I wanted to lose weight, so why was I continually breaking these promises that weren't even that hard? Like, I can totally wait five minutes without eating bread. Why was I not? What was was compelling me to eat that bread? Well, writer's block is actually the exact same thing. It is you breaking your promise to yourself. You've said to yourself, I want to write, and then you give yourself a case of writer's block. Now, I know it doesn't feel that way, and I can assure you it absolutely didn't feel that way when I was overeating. It didn't feel like you know, it was something in my control. If I could control it, I would definitely not do it, right? Like that was not what I wanted to do. But here's what it is. When you're overeating, what's happening is you are trying to get your own attention. You are trying to 
acknowledge something that's going on. And for me, very often what that thing was, was I was uncomfortable. I was scared that people wouldn't like me at that table that I was at. I was hurt or annoyed or upset and I didn't know how to say it. And what my overeating was, was me trying to get my own attention that I had another message. I had another thing going on that was the truth that I was ignoring. And the more I ignored these things in my life, the more I ignored the relationships that were falling apart around me, the more I ignored how unhappy I was in certain areas of my life, the bigger I got. Why? Because it was the bigger the problem was getting. And I was manifesting that problem on the outside. Well, this is what's going on with your writer's block. So here is where I'm going to get really, really honest with you and say, you, I know it doesn't feel this way, but you are creating this writer's block. And the reason you're creating it, only you know, but I'll give you a ballpark here. There is something you're resisting. There is something you're afraid of. Maybe it's being afraid of being seen. Maybe you're worried it's not good enough. Remember I mentioned I was always worried uh, about if the people I was at a meal with would like me. So that would cause me to overeat. So if you are worried that your reader might not like this or you're worried your book is going to get a bad review, and, and I'm not even saying you're consciously worried because I was not consciously sitting there saying, oh, I bet this person across the table for me doesn't like me. Not at all. It was not in my realm of consciousness. But what was happening was I was subconsciously playing out these dramas by eating. And you, my sweet, sweet, sweet author in transition, in transformation, that's exactly what you're doing when you have writer's block. It's fear. It is your resistance to your own success. It is your worry or your anxiety that you are not enough. And here's the thing is what makes you enough is just that decision. So when you worry I'm not enough, you aren't because that writer's block will show up. But when you hold space only for your success, that's where you can write from a state of flow. So when writer's block shows up, there's two things that happen. And I'm going to be honest with you is most people when writer's block shows up, they don't tell me, even my clients, even my highest paying clients, it's a big secret. And let me tell you, one of my biggest secrets, even to myself, was how much I overate. So there were so many times where I would discount a half a brownie wolf down in the kitchen in between meetings or that I just wouldn't include the three bread rolls that I had for dinner in my mental inventory of what I ate. I would only count one, right? There are so many ways I denied how I was overeating. And this is what I see about writer's block. The most dangerous component of this is that you're not telling anyone it's happening, that you're saying your writing is going well. If you are not at 
of your hourly writing rate. You are in writer's block. You are in denial. You are lying to yourself about what you're afraid of. And all those things you're afraid of, which, you know, by the way, I'm happy to coach you on, but here is the big secret of all of this is that when you are truly serving, serving at your deepest level, when you are thinking about your reader and not so worried about you, that that is when it doesn't matter. That's when the writer's block can just fade away. It doesn't have to be your BS cover story. I used to, um, I used to have a friend with an eating disorder, and I remember that she was always curious about what the other people in uh, whatever restaurant we were in thought about her eating, right? She was so worried about other people. And that's how I feel about writers when they are denying their writer's block or when they're pushing through their writer's block. It's like, you don't want anyone to know that you have this problem and what will people think of you? And you want to look like you want, you want to look like you've got it all together or you want to hide from everyone. That's another big thing. Um, so if you're doing this, I can tell you you're not writing from a state of flow. If you have decided not to tell people you're writing a book, that's another big sign. And so the truth is when you drop your BS about yourself and who's looking at you eating or what people's opinions are going to be on your writing, and you write with a servant's heart. You connect with your reader and you make this book a love letter to one person. You make this book your mission to help this person. When you make it about the other person and not about you, that's when you free your inner author. So writer's block, my friend, is super, super awesome. It is the only thing that is going to get you to become a true writer. And when you can stop forcing and pushing against writer's block, and when you can open up to the true magic inside you, the message that you have inside you that you were born with, to change other people's lives with your experience, to give meaning to everything that you have gone through in your life. When you drop that story, when you learn how to work with writer's block, how to welcome writer's block, how to greet writer's block at the door with a leaping hug, that is when you are going to write faster and more powerfully than you ever thought possible before. So I want you to try to play around with my three techniques for overcoming writer's block. Leave a, a comment below with how that goes for you. Go ahead and on um, the show notes on theauthorincubator.com slash three, go ahead and grab the creativity temple exercise and try that. Even if you're not in writer's block, it's a great tool to have. And uh, what I really want from you as well is do you have techniques for overcoming writer's block? You can add those in the comments as well. I read all the comments. I will respond to them. 
And um, I'm really excited for you to see what a gorgeous and beautiful tool writer's block is. In the next episode, what we're going to do is we're actually going to take it to the next level. I'm going to give you some ninja techniques where you can hack into a flow state. And we're going to actually go even deeper on this. Um, so there's a whole nother level of tools. So make sure that you dive into these three tools and you get them because that's going to really give you the chance to go to the next level. This has been another episode of Page Up, where we help nonfiction authors write a book that makes a difference. If you like the show today, be sure to tell a friend and leave us a review on iTunes. Check out our sister show, Book Journeys, also on iTunes. And don't forget to sign up for our mailing list at www.theauthorincubator.com, where you can learn more about how you can get your book written.